listening to another hope-filled message from Life. For more information about our church, visit lifeau.org. Good evening, church. How are we doing? We're doing good. Well, it is a privilege to be able to share a few thoughts around the topic of thankfulness tonight. And, um, you know, I'm thankful for women. I'm thankful for the fact that we are generous. I'm thankful for the fact that we live lives that impact many, many people. And um, it's a significant day for me because it is my very first ever Mother's Day, which is so good. And um, I have a seven-month-old little boy, and he is honestly the cutest thing. I'm totally biased, but he is like the cutest thing out. And um, I love him to bits. And so it's been an amazing journey um, stepping into motherhood. So it's very cool. But, you know, I had a great Mother's Day so far. I, um, I woke up to a card and uh, some chocolates and a pair of socks. Yes. Um, and the socks... <laughs> The, so- <laughs> the socks were from my son. Apparently he picked them for me, so I can't complain. Um, but after that, I actually got um, everything ready to come to church. And um, I got into the car and I put my son into his car seat. And I walked into the front seat and I put the key in the ignition. And I tried to start the car, but it didn't start. And in that moment, I was like, what am I going to do? Because I need to go to church. Like I've got to be in the house of the Lord. And so I'm like, what am I going to do? And so I call my husband because, you know, that's what you do. You just call your husband when times of trial. Um, and so I called Will and I was like, Will, what do I do? The car won't start. And he's like, all right, what I want you to do is I want you to go to the bonnet. And I'm like, front, back, front, definitely front. So I go to the front, I lift up the bonnet and um, Will's on FaceTime. He's like, okay, you see that black square box? And I'm like, yes, the black square box. So I find the, find the black square box. Um, and he goes, okay, there's wires over it. So I just want you to just give the wires just a, like a little wiggle. So I'm like, cool, I can do that. So I give the wires a little wiggle. And then I go into the front seat, turn on the ignition, and nothing happens. And so he's like, okay, what are we going to do? So I go back to the front of the bonnet. And um, he's like, you see that black box? I want you to take the plastic thing off the top of the black box and I want you to hit the black box until it starts. And I'm like, cool. So I'm standing in the driveway with a piece of plastic with a baby screaming in the back of the car and I'm standing there hitting the front of the bonnet trying to get this car to start. And oh my goodness, it was just the greatest experience of my life. My first Mother's Day, that is what happened. But I'm so thankful that I could call my friend and I could get her to come pick me up. I'm so thankful that I have amazing friends that will literally drop um, what they're doing and come and get me so that they can take me to church. So I made it to church this morning, which is awesome. But you know, for all of us, there's moments in our lives where we say thank you for something. You know, you might have said thank you to the car park guy that directed you to your car park tonight. Or you might have said thank you to the guy at the coffee machine who gave you your coffee. Or you might have said thank you to the person that complimented your new shoes. Yes. You might have said thank you, and I hope you did, to your mother today for being the best mum ever. But there's so many moments in our lives where we say thank you. You know, when I was 17 years of age, I went on a missions trip to Cambodia And um, I spent two weeks in an orphanage with a whole lot of little kids, and we were teaching them English, and it was the best time. And um, I remember going into that experience with this kind of, I guess, perception that, you know, they're just going to be 
saddened about their situation, that they're just not going to love life, that their situation is just too hard. But I remember when I came out of that situation, I had this whole new perspective of what like life was about. I had this whole different perspective that actually kind of baffled me for a moment to go, these people are so thankful for what they have. These people are so thankful for the little that they have. And I remember walking away with a new perspective that thankfulness wasn't just about how successful you are, what you have, or just a thank you moment. I left with an understanding that thankfulness is a way of living and it's an attitude for life. For all of us, we can easily live our lives saying thank you without actually living a life of thankfulness. There's a story in the Bible which I love, and it talks about a guy named David. Now, David's like the poster boy for thankfulness. He's an amazing guy. But if I could give you just a quick snapshot of what Daniel's life was like, it would go something like this. So David is chosen to be king over Israel. God uses David to defeat Goliath. King Saul becomes jealous of David for his successes in battle, and he plots to kill him. David is hiding from Saul. David becomes king of Judah after Saul's death. All the tribes of Israel come together and anoint him as king over Israel. Everyone getting this? Yes, good. David commits adultery with Bathsheba, gets her pregnant, then kills her husband and loses the baby. David then danced before the Lord with all of his might. One of, his, one of David's sons kills his brother, rebels against his father and dies in battle. David mourns over the loss of his three sons. David has another son named Solomon and he's anointed as the next king. As you can see by this list, David went through a whole lot of highs and a whole lot of lows. That there were circumstances in his life that weren't just amazing, but there were circumstances in his life that were pretty hard. But what I love about David is that in every single one of these circumstances, he gives thanks to God. He never let his circumstance determine his praise. He lived a life of thankfulness. What would our circumstances look like if we lived a life of thankfulness? Not just giving thanks in the good things, but giving thanks in the hard stuff as well. In 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18, it says, Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. The scripture says, give thanks in all circumstances. Notice that it doesn't say, be thankful for everything. Notice that it doesn't say, be thankful for all circumstances. But it says, in the midst of your circumstances, be thankful. You know, I'll never forget um, when we moved to Melbourne. We moved to Melbourne four years ago. And my husband and I, we packed up everything that we owned and We moved to a foreign country, which we'd never, I mean, I lived in Australia for a little bit, but Melbourne's, you know, a different city. And so we, so we packed up everything. We left our jobs. We left our friends and our family and we moved to Melbourne. And, you know, God has spoken to us so clearly about him wanting to plant us here and for us to build the kingdom of God as much as we could and however we could. We came with an expectation and faith to believe that if God had called us, then he would work everything perfectly together. What we didn't know was that the first one and a half years was gonna be one of the hardest moments of our lives. We went through a season of trial and a season of waiting. 
We were trying our best to find jobs, trying to find a house. We literally lived in a garage. Like we, came, we had this button, the garage door would open. That was our front door. And so we tried our best to make a life for ourselves, yet nothing was coming through. There were times where literally we had no idea how we were going to pay our rent that week. There were so many moments where we thought, man, this is way too hard. Where there were so many moments where we were like, this, it would just be easier for us to give up. And I didn't see it at the time, but I was so focused on my circumstance. But what I now know is that even in that season, God was working on our behalf and he was setting us up for wins in the future. Having come through the other side of that trial, that waiting, I'm so thankful for what God has taught me. The season taught me to be thankful in all circumstances. That thankfulness isn't just a moment, but it's an attitude that we live with. So how do we continue to be thankful in all circumstances? I'm just going to give us two really quick points, tell a couple more stories about how we can be thankful in all circumstances. Is that all right? So the first one is this. Don't ask for a change in circumstance. Pray for a change in perspective. Don't ask for a change of circumstance, but pray for a change of perspective. Thankfulness, thankfulness enables us to ch- live with a change of perspective. You know, in the story of, of David, we know that David had been anointed to be king over Israel. And during this time, Saul was king. And we heard, when he heard of the successes of David and how he had won a whole lot of battles, he became jealous of David. And so he sent out this plan to kill David. So literally David is in this moment where he's fleeing for his life. He's in, he basically hid in a cave for four years. And then for four years, he was going to other different countries just to, to flee from King Saul to save his life. You know, David could have easily looked at that circumstance and gone, is this even worth it? God, you've anointed me to be king over Israel, yet there's people plotting to kill me. He could have looked at his situation and no doubt there would have been times where he wanted God to just take everything away and just change his circumstance. But instead he prayed that God would give him a change in perspective. During that time, David spent time praying, worshiping, writing songs of thankfulness. What was meant for a time of isolation and fear, he changed his perspective and he let it be an opportunity where he could grow in his relationship with God and work on his character. You know, while we were going through one of the hardest moments of our lives, like I said before, we were constantly asking God to change our circumstance. We were constantly asking God for a job, for money, for a house. We became so consumed in our circumstance that we actually didn't realize what God wanted to do in the midst of our circumstance. You know, our circumstance wasn't going to change. We needed a house. We needed a job. We needed a place of belonging where we could feel connected to family. And those things gave us a sense of security. But we were praying for God to take away the hard stuff without actually realizing that God had a greater purpose in that moment, that He wanted to teach us about His faithfulness, that He is trustworthy, that ultimately He has a plan and will work everything together for good. So there's a couple of questions I want to ask us today. And the first one is this. What is it that you need a change of perspective in? 
You know, maybe it's a job situation. Maybe it's a family situation. Maybe there's brokenness in your life. What is there that you need to change your perspective in? And what is it that God wants to teach you in the midst of that circumstance? When we go through stuff in life, it's so easy to look at our circumstances and want a change of season. But when we have a change in perspective, we're able to give thanks, knowing that there's hope for the other side. So how do we continue to be thankful in all circumstances? Point number one is don't ask for a change of season, but pray for a change in perspective. Number two is remember what God has already done. There's a moment in David's story where he's reminded of what God has already done. There's this moment in his story where he defeats this massive giant and the Israelites and the Philistines, they're on this battle line. And for 40 days, no one comes and tries to fight this giant. And so David, this 14-year-old boy, rocks up, no sword, no armor, just a whole lot of stones and a sling. And he rocks up and King Saul takes him aside and he says, you know what, you're too young. You're too inexperienced. And he says, what makes you think that you're gonna go against this Philistine and win? And David replies, and I love his response. He, said, he says, God, who delivered me from the teeth of the lion and the claws of the bear will deliver me from this Philistine. David knew that he could stand in victory, that at the end of it, he could stand in thankfulness because he had seen God save him from the lion's mouth. He was reminded of what God had already done. You know, when I look back in our story, I'm so encouraged by the faithfulness of God that not only do we have amazing jobs, but we have jobs where we feel like we're positioned for a purpose of influence. We have an amazing rental where we can exercise the gift of hospitality. We are planning to build a house for our future family and our family right now. And we have a church here that isn't just full of friends, but it's full of family. You know, I know that I can walk through life situations with thankfulness because I'm reminded of what God has done for me previously. I can walk through life situations knowing that He will fulfill His promises to me. When we go through hard stuff, we need to be reminded of what God has already done. So what is it that God has done for you? Yesterday, today, last week, a year ago, what is it that God has done for you? What is one thing that reminds you of His faithfulness? Because when we're reminded of the things that God has previously done for us, we know He is good and we're not just able to live in moments of thank you, but live a life of thankfulness. So how do we continue to be thankful in all seasons or in all circumstances? Don't ask for a change of season, pray for a change of perspective. How do we continue to be thankful in all circumstances? We remember what God has already done. Is that good? Well, let me pray for you really quick. God, I just thank you so much for this moment. God, I thank you that we can stand in thankfulness knowing that you have our back, knowing that you are faithful. God, we just pray that when we go through stuff, when we go through circumstance, we go through hard seasons, God, I pray, Lord God, that we would continue to not just pray the hard stuff away, but God, that we would have a change in perspective to know that you wanna do something and teach us something during that time. 
And God, I pray that when we're going through hard stuff, God, I pray that we'd be reminded of what you've already done for us. Lord God, we'd look to you in circumstance, oh God, and we'd be thankful for the things that you've already done, how you've taken us out of things, oh God, and you're walking us into an amazing future. And so we just pray that you would continue to help us be thankful, continue to help us be faithful to your word. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you enjoyed this podcast from Life. If you have any questions or want to contact someone about this message, visit lifeau.org.